right, so uh, tonight on, on Spaces here uh, for Astro Zero, we got Grammy-nominated producer and uh, co-creator of Wobblebug, Wookie. Uh, how's it going, man? It's going really good. It's been a great day. How about you? Yeah, things are going pretty well. So um, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your project that you have going on? For sure, yeah. Um, so my name is Chris Barman. Uh, I'm a music producer slash DJ. Uh, been in the music industry like 13, 14 years now. I uh, was signed to a, a band that was signed to a major label. Uh, toured a bunch with that band. And then in like 2011, uh, the band broke up and I decided to just keep making dance music uh, under the name Wookie. Um released all kinds of places major labels i've remixed uh i've remixed tons of people i don't even know selena gomez miley cyrus i was nominated for a grammy two years ago um i uh i've released on a bunch of dance labels i kind of known for like mashups and tiktoks on uh I, i mean mashups on tiktok and instagram and stuff um I don't know. I'm, I'm all over the place as as a music producer. Uh, Wookie doesn't necessarily have a specific sound. It's more just like multi-genre, all over the place, kind of fun, kind of crazy hype stuff. And uh, so I, I've been in crypto since like 2016. And I got really into it trading, you know, like shit coins and everything back then. I bought Bitcoin when it was like $600, I think, um, and just been into it ever since. And uh, when I found out about NFTs like a year ago, maybe, I've kind of just been always paying attention to it and collecting. And uh, I, I never really released much myself because I've always been kind of, um, I don't know, just wary of where music fits in um, because, you know, as a I always say this as a music artist, you you want as much exposure as possible versus like a visual artist. It's kind of like, it's almost like you're just putting up, uh, if you use NFTs, you're kind of just like putting up for sale through the NFT market. But with music, since it's like so readily available, everyone expects it to stream. Everyone expects it to have on your phone. It's kind of like, it's a, it's a hard it's a harder market to pinpoint exactly what music's role is in NFTs. So uh, I kind of had this idea to basically just start an entirely new alias around Web3. And that's what Wobblebug is. Wobblebug is, uh, he's a metaverse DJ. He's, we're going to be releasing music on the blockchain, off the blockchain. We're going to be using uh, all the cool technology you could do with like airdrops and, um, you know, it's, it's essentially identifier in your wallet. So we can, we could give you tickets to shows, which uh, I'm definitely going to play like in real life shows as Wobblebug at some point. Um, you could do metaverse events, like with VIP access type things. You know, we could do exclusive mints just for our Genesis holders. Um, it's kind of like once you have that NFT in their hands, there's like so many things you could do. So basically, um, Wobblebug is basically an entirely new music project built around the web three and NFT ecosystem. So with, with your wobble bug, I guess, call it, call it, you know, um, 
you're going to be generating it's generative art, right? You can have a smart contract release and everything's generated. And, um, people that people that mint with you are going to get like exclusive community access, right? Yeah, exactly. So it, yeah, it's so it's basically using like the framework of a PFP project for a music project because um, like I always say this like. For a music artist, one of the hardest things to do is build a community right from the beginning. And like when you have that core community, you actually can do a lot of cool things as a music artist. You have a street team, you have people to go raid your tweets, like high engagement. Like that's all very valuable as a music artist. So it's using like that generative PFP framework for a music artist. And yeah, and it's going to be like tons of access. You, you get access to our Discord. You get access to stems for every song. So you'll get, uh, you know, if you don't know what stems are, it's the drums, the bass, the synths all split out so you could remix them. Uh, so we will basically, we want to like empower our community to do remixes and then we'll even put them out on our label. Um, and then, so it's, it's also kind of a label, but I mean, it's built around this character, but my idea is that like everyone who buys an NFT, everyone who gets one of these wobble bugs, you are wobble bug. That wobble bug is yours and you can use it as your artwork. You could use it, uh, any way you want. I mean, you could build a backstory for it, anything. So like, yeah, we want to like really empower like ownership and, um, and, basically like build a whole world around it. I'm also giving out samples. So if you get the NFT, you join my discord or join the discord, you get uh, sample packs. Um, I've already given out a few, but I'm going to do more. Uh, we kind of like just started. So we're, we're, these are all things we're planning on doing. Now, are you trying to target, um, is your target audience being that you're giving away stems and stuff like that? Is it going to be other music producers or are you also trying to target people that are just uh, musician friendly and try to give them maybe a little bit of insight how to run something that's simple and easy to use like a doll like GarageBand or something like that. Is there going to be an educational platform to teach people how to upload these into a DAW and kind of play around with them so they could remix on their own too? Yeah, that is, so we definitely do want like musicians and music lovers, like music crypto lovers in the community but you don't have to be. I mean, you could definitely be just like curious about it and want to learn and you like the music. Um, there's going to be perks for both types of people. Um, so, yeah, I was actually just talking with my co-creator today. He's a he he's a 3D artist. He works for Genies. Um, he's super talented. And we were talking today that we should start doing uh, Twitch streams because we, we already did one. And it went really well where I, I like, I listened to everyone's remixes and we uh, gave out our prize for the winner. But um, that's something we definitely want to start doing is production streams, you know, taking questions from the community, you know, showing people how to do things. Uh, I'm not like the master producer of the world, but I, I mean, I, I've been doing it for a while. I know, I know quite a bit. So I'll definitely like, you know, I would definitely, yeah, do that. That's something we want to do. We want to start doing we might actually just do it in the Discord because then it's kind of more exclusive. If you do Twitch, then anybody could watch it. So we want to make it like exclusive to people that hold the token. Now, let's say if somebody remixes one of the, the Wobblebug songs that you have on there and 
it turns out to be something completely awesome. Are you going to upload these on like Spotify and YouTube, showcase it as like Wobble Bug remixed by XYZ? Yeah, um, that, you know, that's what I want to do. We want to do like a community driven album and community driven remix album. So that is like definitely something we want to do. It's on our roadmap. And um, so something we could do is like we could even, you know, we, we will give you like if you give us a remix and we love it and everyone loves it we'll we'll even pay you for it like because that's kind of what's awesome about having a community wallet is we could we could hook people up it's almost like a contest you know and we could give you the royalties and we could even do uh down the line whenever um i don't know if anyone's familiar with blau's platform that's coming out uh i i'm i mean i'm hoping it is all okay and everyone could use it. But whenever that comes out, we could start implementing that too. So we could literally share the royalties with whoever is in the community. Yeah, it's the first project that I heard where you could buy an NFT and the royalties also trickle down to the person that does remixes with the NFT. So you're you're creating alternate cash flows for holders alongside of just holding it it's pretty wild. I've never seen something like that. So are you guys, is that something challenging to build into the smart contract? Is your, is your dev uh, have that under control right now? That won't be in the smart contract. That's going to have to be a separate, um, that, that'll be using a different platform because there's not really a way to do that because it's, uh, you know, all that money comes from uh, like it's dispersed through, you know, Spotify or TuneCore all these different companies and it's all in cash. So the only way you would have to do it is you take the cash, put it into USDC and then have people claim it off another contract. Um, So that would be the only way to do that. But actually, I mean, Blau's platform is doing all that hard work for everybody. Uh, So as long as that like comes out and it's all smooth and it's working, we'll, we'll just use that because that is just like he's doing all the hard work so you might as well just use it gotcha um now the metaverse that you guys are building are you going to be doing um like virtual concerts for people like that and if so are you using a sandbox platform or how are you going about that so we are building in decentraland and sandbox because we want to kind of spread out in both because we're not really sure which one is going to be like like nobody really knows which one is going to be the metaverse everybody uses, right? Is it is it going to be Facebooks? Is it going to be Sandbox? Is it Somnium Sound? Decentraland, Crypto Voxels, like they all kind of they're all kind of competing right now. So in a way, like you kind of have to the way I look at it, you kind of have to like dabble in each one and see what works for you, see where the audience goes, see what your fans like the most and just kind of go from there. But right now we're uh, we're building in Decentraland and Sandbox. Yeah, we had a NFT artist in here about a week ago from France, and he's developing a Metaverse Casino, nice. and he's making it set up where you have like a gambling platform, but then there's also the portion of the casino where you could go and do shows, and he's going to try to funnel music artists in to do actual live performances in his Metaverse. I I thought that was a pretty cool idea as well. Yeah, and actually another thing we want to do is put on, like if you buy, if you own a Wobblebug and you are a DJ and 
you perform or not even if you're a dj if you just perform you could totally play in our in our metaverse like that it doesn't have to be me or wobble every time we totally want to put people on i mean even before i was doing this i like i was doing twitch streams as wookie and i love putting up young artists or up and coming artists because there's there's honestly so much talent out there that doesn't get the the, the shine that i think it deserves yeah, I'm a musician myself, and I always tell people I, I'm a little older than you. I believe I'm I'm closer to forty. But when uh when I was like trying to get established, it was really difficult to find a platform. So that's why I try to set up these Twitter spaces every now and then to make sure we could get some artists up together and get their voice out. It is difficult. It's really difficult to get like involved in and any type of thing where you want to establish your name. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, and if I could help out in any kind of way, I mean. I love that. It's super satisfying and makes other people happy and we all win. So have you talked about any partnerships with any other type of NFT projects? Uh, yeah, but I probably shouldn't talk about that too much until it's like confirmed. Uh, I don't want to jinx it and whatever, but we're definitely uh, talking to quite a few people. Um, people love our idea so that when they hear about it, they see the character and, uh, like learn about it they're more than happy to do it so um yeah i mean we're we're definitely working on it and there's gonna be some really cool collabs coming for sure so are you classically trained with playing any instruments or are you kind of just like uh <laughs> and teach yourself um I, t I i wouldn't say i mean i didn't take classic classical guitar lessons but i took guitar lessons uh i took some drum lessons and um, I played in jazz bands, so I know how to like read music and stuff. But uh, I'm, I mean, I haven't read a sheet of music in 15 years, so <laughs> I wouldn't say that now. Uh, I mostly just like, I mostly just mess around on guitar um, and I like play with my synths and make weird dance music. <laughs> yeah, I have, uh, I, I, like buying synthesizers is kind of like a drug addiction almost. I, I can't stop buying them personally myself. My collection is, uh, it's kind of overflowing. I have a synth room in my house now. Nice. No, dude, I'm a huge synth nerd. Um, I was, I saw awesome. in um, a lot of your TikTok videos, you have a theory board, huh? I do. Yeah. 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 That's because I'm not amazing with chords and I use that to, uh, to kind of, be better <laughs> it's a pretty amazing piece of equipment they had a hell of a delay though like when i got mine it took uh it must have taken like seven or eight months i was like back ordered on it did you get the new one the 333 no i i actually got up uh, i i actually like follow the guy on uh instagram really early and he hit me up and he asked me if i wanted a prototype so it's like a really really early one. Oh, awesome yeah it's a really cool piece of equipment um so are you from new jersey it says that on your wikipedia i was born in jersey <laughs> i lived there till i was eight yeah Ooh, that's me. okay yeah me too I'm, I'm also crazy, so I was just let's curious. go to wawa guys yeah <laughs> yeah and then i lived in pennsylvania so wawa and sheets were life bro so um when you got into like doing remixes and stuff. Uh, I know you were nominated for the uh, Miley Cyrus song in 2019. Now, did did you just happen to do that and they reached out to you? Like, how did the process come about where you were 
put in such a huge situation in your life? Um, so I've, I mean, I've been remixing songs for quite a while. Uh, I've done, even leading up to that, I had a remix for like Selena Gomez, 30 Seconds to Mars, um, Britney Spears, <laughs> my fiance is telling me other, I don't know, there's a lot. So they've reached out. I mean, I have a pretty good relationship with these album, with these uh, labels and stuff at this point. And they, they looked at me to like a dance remix quite a bit. So they just reached out and it was, um, it was on spec, which if you're not in the music industry, that means you basically, you have to make it first before they pay you. They have to approve it before they pay you. And so I was like, all right, this is a really good opportunity. I love Miley Cyrus and I just did it. And it ended up being like one of, one of their, one of the label's favorite remixes. They put it out first, it got like a bunch of plays and then, yeah. And then like basically eight, eight months later, I found out I woke up and found out it was nominated for a Grammy. Do they just like contact you? You get an email. How, how does that? How does that even work? Like I, I don't even like that would blow my mind completely if I got like a call saying, "Hey, you know what? You're up for a Grammy or you're up for an Emmy." So actually, I was sleeping and uh, my fiance woke me up and um, she was just like, "Hey, I have really cool news for you," and I was like, "I'm kind of a late sleeper," so it was like. 11 already and i was like what and she was like look at look at your twitter and i just saw like congratulate congrats wookie congrats wookie it was like blowing up and then i found out i i mean i found out online just like everybody else so yeah it was pretty crazy <laughs> oop did i rug nope oh, okay cool yeah no i, can, no, I just I ended up just getting kicked and got back in too, so I don't know if anybody else had a problem okay. or if anybody else has a problem hearing. Uh, I'm hearing you guys fine. I'm just letting you know. Okay, cool. Yeah, Dave might have got rugged. I don't hear him. Yeah, he did. Hold on one second. I got yeah. Kick. He just Bye. did because I got kicked too as well. So if you don't mind, Wookie, we'll just wait a sec till we get him back in. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I typically every time this happens, I got to remove him as a speaker and then bring him back. You, up. you know what? You know, it's funny. Dave's going to come back in here. There, I don't think we've had a space where he hasn't had at least one Twitter space issue or something finicky or funny went on. It's all good. Yeah, it happens. Well, in the meantime, you said you uh, have a relationship with these labels, um, you know, these bigger labels. Uh, do you know how they're dealing with the, the NFT wave? Are they, are they jumping on board? I know um, a lot of their artists are under contract and stuff, but NFTs pose um, some kind of threat to labels if they don't jump on. I'm just wondering if you, you know, where, where they're going. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you're, you definitely said it. It's definitely a threat. Um, I'm sure they're aware, but you know, I, I, to me, it's a very similar thing what's happening with like the Napster and LimeWire days like they you know if anything takes money out of their pocket they're going to push back against it until the point they figure out that they can make money from it and then they'll be all about it so I mean I it, that's a tough one because it not all labels are bad like 
I've had really, really good experiences on labels. I've had really, really bad experiences on labels. So if the label gets it and they're willing to give you the freedom to do these things and promote it in the right way and connect you in the right way, then it could be very valuable. But if they're pushing back against it and they want like this huge cut or they're just not loving the idea or something like, I I don't know. I mean, all I could say is like right now I'm very thankful I'm not signed to a label because they probably wouldn't love that I'm doing like this whole other side project or whatever, you know, it's like, I personally love freedom when it comes to art. Like no artist should ever be like pulled back in any kind of way. They need to explore and do what makes sense for them. That's the only way you're going to make the best art. Um, So uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not here or there. I do think labels should be scared though. And it's definitely going to shake things up. It's going to change things. Like um, a, a friend of mine uh, in the music NFT space, he just raised uh, 20 ETH to make his album. And, you know, that <laughs> that is more than a, that is a, that's more than like a, rec- a major label record advance. So, and he doesn't necessarily have to pay it back. That's just like a, you know, he wants to pay it back in other ways through value, through his music and stuff. But it, um, I don't know. It's definitely going to change shit up. It, it's crazy. I get rug pulled every one of these animes. I swear to uh, God. Sorry about that. You're good. It's like a continuous thing. If if I don't get kicked off like a, a hosted AMA, then there's something wrong. So uh, I'm glad that I'm sticking with the trend here. <laughs> So going going back to the wobble bugs. Um, now let's say somebody goes and they mint a wobble bug, and then they go and they sell it on the secondary market on like let's say an open sea. Does the new holder of the wobble bug get the same access to the community as the original holder, or do they lose their rights to that? Repeat the question. Sorry. So it says like when when you mint an NFT, you 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 get the exclusive rights to the community and everything like that, VIP access and everything to that effect. Now, if a person was to resell a wobble bug, uh, does it transfer ownership over into the new person that purchases it, or does that uh, VIP and every access like that get eliminated and it's no longer a part of the wobble bug? Oh yeah, it's attached to the NFT. So like you, if you don't have a wobble bug in your wallet anymore, you'll lose access to the the channels and the discord and stuff. Okay. And the new person that purchases it on the secondary market will then gain the access to the discord and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. A hundred percent. All right, cool. Now it it also says that you can have royalty free samples with a wobble synth. Is wobble synth like a VST or (laughs) VST three or no, that, or is this like just the, like the catalog that you have on there, like a library? No, it's uh, it's my Eurorack synth. If you see it, it's the uh, fourth, pin tweet up there it says uh it says good morning wobs this is where the the magic is happening that is um that's a that's a like the synth that i use for a lot of the music that i'm making and um so basically i like i can make a drum drum sample pack i can make synth sample packs and give it out to everyone and i, I have a bunch ready to go i'm just I'm waiting till the sale is done this Sunday, and then I'm going to start um, pumping it out. 
Do you have a modular setup at your house? Yeah, yeah that's what that is. It's a it's a Euro Rexon. Yeah, I was looking at it. Hard to see, but I, I don't want to click on too many stuff and get kicked out of uh, Twitter here. I feel you. Um, so so is there is there some sort of issue as far as like copyrights and trademarks go with uh, NFT music? Have you seen anything or encountered anything like that? Um, so some people are doing some like uh, like uh, what's his name? Illmind, I think, did this. He basically gave out a bunch of loops and stuff that said like this is this is like if you own this nft you own these loops and you could do whatever you want with them so you're basically buying like a really really nice good sample pack from a huge artist and that you could use for whatever you want which is super cool um i i personally think for wobblebug what makes more sense is that we um we release the music under wobblebug and we just take anything we make from the music and put it back into the community. Either, you know, either if that's like making sure ticket sales are super, super low or even giving free tickets, you know, giving free merch, whatever. Um, because uh, so like, the thing with music, it's like you kind of need you kind of need like a team working it to actually like reach its potential, if that makes sense. I mean, that's the one thing labels are good for is like, um, like labels and publishing companies, like they could get your songs in, in TV, in TV shows and movies, which are some of the highest paying things that you get as a music artist. So I think like having that like distribution and publishing on our end makes a lot of sense. So we can maximize the music to be able to benefit the community the most. So that's the way I'm kind of looking at it for Wobblebug. Like the music I make will be, it'll be Wobblebug IP. Like we will own it, but we'll take all the benefits from it and give it back to the community, including making, like giving them all the samples from it, from everything. And they can make their own music for their own IP. So that, to me, that makes more sense. Um, I think what Illmind did was really cool too. And that, I mean, it just goes to the nature of music NFTs. It's like, it, it's it's kind of abstract. You can't really, you kind of have to go at it your own way. There's so many different ways you could go at it. And this is what I think makes the most sense for our project. Do you think there's eventually going to be like NFT record labels, like full NFT record labels? Like, let's say Dr. Dre goes and he starts an NFT record label. And, uh, you know, he has his own team that, will create the minting process and everything smart contracts for people and then they would build in a percentage that they would get off artist sales i think what we might start seeing and i've already seen a couple um projects that are doing this and basically they're they're DAOs, they're labeled DAOs. so you i mean it's kind of what we are too in a way like we we could have people vote on the remixes and stuff i mean maybe not a dow in the class Correct. yeah but um so i think i like kind of like one thing that the whole nft world is i'm really bullish on and what i think is really cool for musicians is the whole crowdfunding thing so like, you could start a dow and you know starting a label is pretty easy these days i mean all you really have to do is just have TuneCore or one of these services that just puts all your music everywhere that i mean that's all it is and then labels 
just provide marketing and playlisting like that. I mean, in a nutshell, that's all a label does and they work it to, you know, some of the major labels could work it to radio and stuff like that. And there's other things, but in a way that's kind of like the meat and potatoes of what labels do. So let's just say you start a DAO and you, you know, everyone buys in with a token and you decide to crowdfund a certain artist or like these 10 artists, you get this budget to uh, put out a song. We put it out on our label. We all share the mechanical royalties and we use the budget to, you know, push it out in certain ways. And you could even like vote on everything inside the DAO with like a governance token. And to me, that's really interesting. I think that's what we might start seeing. Um, a couple of my friends are starting a project that is possibly going to be like that. Um, I'm They're a little bit on hold right now, but I think it, it seems really interesting. Before I forget, uh, congratulations on your engagement. I saw that. Oh, thanks, man. Very Thank cool, man. Congratulations to you and your fiance. Yeah, she might be listening if she's in it. Is there, hold on, I didn't look down here yet. Is Roxanne down there? No, she's not. Wow. Damn, she's not listening. <laughs> so she's Missing out on the magic. So what do you think is the um, the future for NFTs as far as uh, art-based NFTs go? Do you, do you think, like, as a new NFT artist, there's kind of a pressure to have a utility built into your NFT? Or do you think that people, if they could still develop a large community, they could get by with just making something as simple as like pixel art. Yeah, so I think, I mean, that's a good question. And I think, I mean, that's an interesting concept because, I mean, if you think about it, art is a utility. Like, like I have art now. I like the art. That is a utility, you know, like I get to enjoy art. So if you like the art and you like the picture, then it, there is some utility to that. But um, what I found is that the things that everyone gets most excited about in, in the NFT world is kind of uh, something that takes advantage of the technology. So, I mean, there's so many things you could do with this technology and I'm still learning about it. it I mean, it's fucking insane. I didn't even know you could like, like, I, 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 I'm lucky enough. I got I got a board ape like super early on, so I got to go through the whole process of like getting a free mint with the dog, getting the the serum, and you burn the serum to make a mutant ape, and like that like really like kind of blew my mind. I was like, I mean, and it's not even that crazy what you could do with it, but just the fact that you could like kind of use this technology to like bring people like different cool assets that could like benefit their lives in different ways. I mean, you, there, you could do staking, you could do, uh, yeah. I mean the whole burning mechanism, the, there's a lot of different avenues of approach to benefit yourself. You know what I mean? There's so many different opportunities in this space. It's really unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think one of my friends, uh, you know, I've been talking to a bunch of advisors and stuff since, uh, since I started Wobblebug. And just learning so much, honestly, which has been kind of the coolest part about doing this, is um, the the more you treat an NFT like a token, the better it does. So that basically, like, the less you treat it like art, and the more you treat it like token, 
like a token, it it will do better. That like that's what like the real like right. NFT heads want, and that's kind of made sense to me. Do you find uh, communities behind the tokens are better tokens to follow? Uh, the, say that again. Do you think that you find like there's other tokens and everything that have better communities? I feel like do you find certain communities that draw you in towards going towards tokens like that? Yeah, um, I yeah, I mean that's a good question because you know like I bought some of the uh, uh, like head Dow and mutant cats where like their whole community is basically all about like, what's the floor, how much am I making? You know, where's my money? Where's my money? Which to right. me kind of can, can lead to a bit of a toxic community. Um, because if the floor goes down, that's all you guys got, you know, there's nothing else like holding you together. Whereas like yeah. the, something like the cool cats or apes it's like it's about kind of like social capital and like kind of like literally just like helping each other and like supporting each other and like being kind of like you know just like really cool to each other which like no i I absolutely agree man i think community is 100 percent uh what backs me and the drive and the finding any kind of project token artwork stuff like that you know, you find people who have donations to charities or people who just actually truly love helping each other out. You know what I mean? You, you find people in this space that network together, that help each other out. And you don't find that in other areas. I, I, I really enjoy that. For sure. Yeah. And I think that's actually what we really have going for us in Wobblebug. Like it's our discord is awesome. Everyone is so nice to each other. And we're like helping each other learn like things with production because there's some like some of my friends from like DJ world have come in that are like super good and like, like even better producers than me, I think. And so they're like giving tips and even like, so we brought a bunch of people, like we've, we've onboarded quite a few people that are like not super familiar with uh, NFTs. Actually, Jackie, one of my mods is down there. She's been helping. And um, she, yeah, I mean, basically just like kind of showing people like this is MetaMask, mass, this is like ether scan. Like, yeah, so I mean, we, my community that I, that I came from with everything that got me into the Twitter space, the same thing, man. They're so helpful. Everything, everybody comes in brand new, like you said, MetaMask or Trust Wallet or something. Buying an NFT, what is it? The learning curve that we're all helping each other out with is really is really truly magnificent um a, a few of the guys in here same community for the elon money community same aspect man everybody loves helping everybody this this new crypto world and everything that's coming out in nfts there's there's so much to learn you can't learn all at once so we're just helping each other and it, it's a huge benefit for us all i feel i i totally agree i mean i learn i've learned more in this past year getting into this world than i think i've ever had in my life in anything um it, it it's such a rabbit hole it's always moving it's always moving it moves fast as shit and it's like i don't know it's it's super exciting i i love it um i do really believe at this point it's the future everyone's gonna get on board we might have dips and we might have ups and downs but um i really really do think it's here to say stay i mean look at all these massive companies that are starting to make nfts look at the adoption with all these different companies. It's like, it's, 
and, you just and network and networking and and working together seriously the it's 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 huge i think it's a magnificent movement in yeah. my in my eyes. it's it's it, wonderful it is wonderful it's like it's going to be like this is a this is a really special time because it's like everyone's kind of waking up to it and it's like there's still people pushing back which to me actually i i love that people push back because it means that they're like they don't understand it and to me it's like okay we still have a long way to go and that to me is exciting because i don't know like once once it's out there like there is going to be a day where your uncle has nfts like it and he just doesn't even know it like we might not even call them nfts in a couple years honestly because it's just going to be so prevalent everywhere that's what i think at least you know that's funny that you say that it could have a totally different name but it's the same thing you know that awareness is uh it's it's crazy to think of it that way yeah i mean because it might just be like like my my license uses uses a technology so i just have it on my phone instead of carrying my wallet around you know like and you're not going to be like oh let me get my nft license you're just going to be like let me show you my digital license that happens to be on a blockchain that's verified and but no one's going to be like that's my NFT. It's just using the tech. Um, one thing that, you know, I've been considering and, and you've been, you, you know, you're making a metaverse uh, concert and, you know, that's music and NFTs, I think, are still yet to really collide. Um, and I like what you were saying there that, you know, it, it hasn't exploded yet. And we've got pushback because that's what sustainability is. Uh, that's, that's how sustainability is created. Um, but yeah, so with like NFTs, I think it'll be everything like, yeah, like you said, with licensing, um, and I'm working with a guy who's going to make, uh, NFT vaccination cards. He owns a biotech company. Um, he does, uh, yeah, he does vaccination testing in every, uh, airport essentially in the U S and yeah, he's going to start selling the, with the vaccination test, he's going to include an NFT. So if you ever need to access it, you can just go to the blockchain and it's right there. Um, and then earlier you were saying like with your NFTs, um, with your tickets, uh, you know, you, like mm-hmm. you know, if, you, if you buy, you know, the NFT, you potentially get a ticket to either a metaverse or a live show even. Um, I think that's definitely going to be, I know a lot of people are already trying to go for that. And I think if you go for that, it's going to be cool. Um, one project that I'm working on is we, uh, we go in before a concert starts um, or in, into the venue and we make a digital scan um, using a very expensive 3d scanner of the venue. And then um, we scan the band um, and then we virtually recreate the concert. Uh, in a metaverse, um, and Whoa. I was I was wondering if you've if you've thought about that because I think that's going to add some like super real life value, and I think that's how concerts are going to go in the future is they're going to be virtually replicated. Um, yeah, I think no, I think we're we're I think we're years away from that. I think there's definitely you know it really just has to be the the technology has to be a little further along before it's totally adapted i think um right like i have a quest too right and it's it's super dope but like i can only wear it for like 20 minutes you know and it's just like it it's clunky it kind of like hurts my head after a while 
still doesn't look absolutely amazing. But I mean, if you just like extrapolate where it goes, I think it's pretty much inevitable that that's going to be part of our lives. We're like, you just said all that cool tech is like there. We have that part down too. And now imagine you just throw on glasses and you're there and you have like, and it has like high definition earbuds and you're, you're pretty much there and you're just wearing like light carbon fiber glasses that don't weigh your head down. And I think that's definitely, I think it's definitely coming. I think merging the real world augmented reality with the NFT metaverse stuff is like, I mean, it's definitely all going to be connected and we're, it's a little well, scary, but it's coming, I think. <laughs> so I, we, uh, the, are the Astro Zero Elon One community, we all like threw in together and bought like uh bought one of the, a scanner that makes it possible. It's like 8,600 bucks. Um, maybe if that's something you're interested in, I'm trying to get a group of people. We've got a bunch of UFC guys, um, and I'm getting Joel Madden, um, involved as well. I, I still have to send him performa. Um, but maybe that's something that you would want to work, work on me with, work with, uh, yeah. with us. Yeah, we could just, um, it's super easy. And I think it would work with your project as well, because, um, if you have any like wearables that you want to import into the game, uh, we can scan it in like literally 30 seconds and just give you the OBJ file. No way. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, yeah, I wish my co-creator was on because Florian knows quite a bit more about that. Um, he's, he's, a, he's like a 3D artist. So that he's already working on some wearables. So that is, uh, yeah, I'll definitely hit you up about that. Thank you. Yeah, so know, thank you. I know you're on a bit of a tight schedule today. So if anybody has any questions uh, for Wookie, feel free to shout out if you're on the speakers or if you want to come up and ask a question, just raise your hand. So how did you how did you manage with um with COVID and stuff? Was it I know like a lot of clubs and everything were shut down. Did that kind of give you more of a push to get into NFTs? Because I know that's uh it seems yeah. to be like people had a lot more time on their hands. No, yeah, I think that definitely that was definitely a huge part of it. Uh, it was um it was kind of like a rabbit hole. It went from you know it was you know uh, all us DJs and performers we make a bulk of our money from uh, performing. So that was basically an entire year, of no performing. So, I mean, I started out, I was, I was going hard on trading stocks. And then um, when the whole like GME thing happened, uh, I was one of the, <laughs> the Robin hood people that kind of got screwed over. Um, which, I mean, it wasn't that bad because we still made out pretty well, but like, that that whole thing really like opened my eyes to like the like the whole like decentralization aspect of crypto and how actual import how actually important that is um so that that like <clears throat> that was like kind of my last straw with stocks i haven't really been trading stocks ever since then um nothing against it i mean i'm sure a lot of people can you know make a lot of money and you know provide value whatever but it's just not for me really so i just went i went super hard on crypto then and uh i think that was around the same time that like uh clubhouse started and dude honestly i don't think nfts would be where they are without clubhouse like that really like that era was when like so much of this stuff started going crazy 
that was like the first NFT pump. And then there was kind of like a little bit of like a lull, I guess. And then it like, and now it's like super full on crazy again. Even right now it might be quote unquote a bear market, but I don't know. I don't think it's really ever going away. I mean, if this is a bear market, that's a pretty bullish bear market, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. It's like, it is, it's like a bullish bear market. Yeah. It, it's crazy too, because like with, with the surge of like Ethereum and, and other cryptocurrencies, Polygon and stuff like that, it, it's like people are just diving back and forth. I'm going crypto today. I'm going NFTs tomorrow. And like, if, if you really are focused and stick with it, I mean, you could turn a hell of a profit if, if you're into like day trading NFTs and crypto, but it's a lot of work too. Yeah, it is. And there's so, so much shit. It's like, it's little overwhelming. Like I'm in a group chat with a bunch of my DJ friends and um, it's literally like fucking like they send like 200 messages uh, every half hour. <laughs> it's like, you do kind of have to pull back a little bit, look at the big picture. Like, what do I really want to do? Um, but I do think that like right now, if you, if you kind of like put other things on hold, shut your door and like, just kind of like dig into this stuff. It might be a once in a lifetime chance to just really, really like have, you know, set yourself up for the rest of your life. Um, not to like FOMO anybody, but like it, it it's kind of, it feels like the dot com era, I think. I mean, I was like 13 when that was happening, but from what I heard from some of my like older cousins and stuff, that's kind of what they're saying. So, what's one bit of advice that you could give somebody that's new that's trying to get into NFTs? Um, definitely just like watch stuff for a bit. Um, like before. YOLOing into things like maybe just like jump into discords and like learn and uh definitely like try and try and get into like a group thread of a bunch of good people that are willing to help you because that i mean i me and a couple of my friends like we started a group thread uh, gesture down here like one of my best friends like we like ever since I don't know, like eight months ago, we've been in this group chat that has just been growing and growing, and we've all been like helping each other so much. And honestly, I think there's definitely power in numbers. Like building a community that is you know willing to help each other, give each other like good, good alpha, and you know all these things, even just ideas. Like it doesn't have to be like oh quick flip, quick flip, but like you know just like more. Uh, just the the group the group wins when you're all together that's i think that that's super good advice and then really you only learn from just like doing so like just like just do it open a metamask maybe don't yolo into the first thing you see but like start eyeing things up and like just kind of like i don't know just learn it's just you got to jump in the discords and ask questions i guess so i had a question about the generative art part process um was that something that you felt was you know difficult or expensive or do you think that's something that anybody can get into so from what i know that's actually a fairly simple script um i my developer isn't here but uh he's part of our team and he did whip it together it's just a script in uh um i don't even know i think is it solidity uh but you know you just write the script and you you come up with all the layers actually jester if if he would come up he actually has a project himself that 
he made. Um, he, he might be able to talk on it, but it, it's basically you make all the layers, um, you know, the all the different hats. It, it, like you do it like transparent, and then you do all the different uh, skin tones or whatever it is, hoodie colors, uh, and then you just you kind of like put them in a script. You tell them the rarities and the weights, and then it kind of just spits them out uh, randomly. Yeah, because that's something we were trying to do to help out, you know, our, that are new to the space or don't have the money to pay for developers. For our marketplace, we, we have a thing called Drops. It's a smart contract built into the marketplace to where they can they can just do it with a click of a button. They can upload their images, and then and, and they have the option basically to host it on our marketplace or they still can do it on their own website if they prefer. We were trying to just make it easier for the common artist or somebody that might not have the money to pay for all that. I wasn't sure, you know, how difficult it was for you or, or, you know, price wise, if it, if that's something that you think would kind of hinder new artists. Um, I think it's actually fairly easy if you find the right dev. Um, it, uh, and, and that's funny. I mean, it does seem like it, it's something you could actually, you could write an app on, on a website that would just do it for you. Like it sounds like you're doing that, which, so I, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think at some point there, we, there might be a pretty easy thing to do since it's, uh, it, it's so prevalent right now. Anybody have any questions, comments? Yeah. I'll, I'll, um, I have a comment. What's going on with you, man? Um, you know, obviously being an innovator in this space, um, you know, you've kind of spoke to some of the processes that you've, uh, you know, have as far as like creating a roadmap. Uh, and, and, you know, you were, you were, you know, speaking to, to young musicians. Uh, can you maybe, you know, speak to, to, you know, one of your most proudest moments as far as like already in this NFT space and kind of where you see, you know, that going? Yeah. I mean, honestly, okay. So let me tell you what happened with Wobblebug. Um, so I think honestly, my proudest moment is just getting this project out there because it, it just getting all this together and like, you know, every little aspect and like having like, you know, the mods on the discord and whatever it is, it, it's, it's pretty fucking hard, man. Like it's, it's quite a bit of work. It's no joke. And so even just like getting in the fact where we like, we wrote the contract, we got it on the blockchain like that, even if it doesn't sell out in, you know, two minutes or whatever, and isn't the most hype project in the world, it, to me, that's a success because we did it. We put out a goal and we hit it. And now it's kind of really up to the market. So, and actually another way I'm really proud is that we, you know, we, this is all of our first projects. Um, we, we, uh, even my developers, the first uh, smart contract he ever deployed. Um, we have one other guy from Top Dog Beach Club that's just like helping us a little bit, just like make sure all the uh, things are kind of like in order and like most efficient. So like people don't pay outrageous gas fees uh, as much as they can. But um, so we we probably overshot. We we put we made ten thousand, which is like in a bear market and like when gas fees are high. That is a lot of fucking tokens. And if if I could go back in time, I'd probably just do like a two or three thousand collection. And also I'd make it cheaper because <laughs> when we started, uh we 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 made the price 0.063. And you know, ETH 
ETH has pumped like almost like two times since we decided to write that into the contract. So um, I would have made it cheaper because I I honestly don't really care about you uh, money. I just like want it to work. Um, and also another thing is like have your developer be able to make changes to the contract because I didn't even know that was a thing, but apparently my developers are like, yeah, we can't change this. This is on the blockchain because I was like, yo, can we change the price now? Um, because yeah, full disclosure, we haven't sold out. We launched 10, 12 days ago. Uh, yeah, 12 days ago. And we, we literally launched the day that Sheeb pumped and gas fees were like outrageous. So we, we've been having a really slow mint, but to be honest, it's allowed us to kind of like pivot and kind of change up our game a little bit and like, think like, okay, how do we survive this now? Because really all, like I said, all I care about is being able to do this project long-term. I'm, I'm literally writing an album for this project. I, I want it to work. And so what I, what we decided to do is we're ending the sale this Sunday and um, anyone who has anyone who gets an NFT before that Sunday, they're going to be the Genesis collection because they're the ones that showed up for us, decided they support the idea. They believe in the idea. So we're going to treat them with like the full on like VIP benefits and everything. And, um, and then we're still every, every time we grow the community, we do another collection or something. It's going to be geared around, uh, benefiting those like Genesis tokens. So, like they'll get free mints, they'll get, you know, maybe even two free mints. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out as we go. But um, that, so yeah, that's, we're basically pivoting. Yeah. Like we, we've sold quite a few. So um, to me, like we have like a sick community now that like literally cares about the project. So it's kind of a blessing in disguise. And so I, I'm super proud that we were able to kind of like pivot, use this, market as like a way to kind of like strengthen ourselves and just be able to figure out a way to just keep doing it because really at the end of the day that's all we care about raw tag is up here i see him like we both like super believe in this idea so like we just want it to work and that's like i, I don't care if we're like leaving money on the table or whatever because it's what matters to me is long-term vision stuff yeah, for sure. And that's and that's super dope. And I'm like I said, I've heard you talking a couple of spaces and you know, you were talking about the pivot and everything. And uh, you know, and you know, I'm just super proud of you, you know, like I said, you being an innovator in this space, you know, just being your first project. Um, you know, having that and it's it's important to have that community and you know, you have that that or, uh organic OG community. Um, you know, now you can kind of deliver around them and then, you know, still can continue to build organically, man. So I, I just think it's super dope, man. And, and I appreciate you being here as well. Thanks, man. Yeah. I'm glad you, I'm glad you agree because it's going to be, yeah, the, I think the people that are in the discord now, they like, they don't even know how dope this is going to get. Like that. I think they just kind of like believe in me as Wookiee. They like the idea. They see the art. It's cool. But I'm telling you, I'm making this project fucking sick. I'm like. Like I'm already a touring DJ. I know how to make this work, and I'm gonna fucking do it. Yes, we, got, right. we got time for maybe one more question. Uh, Wookie got to head out, so uh, Nexus, I guess, take us home, baby. 
Okay. Um, I just want to say Raw Tech. I was at Beyond Wonderland in the Gorge. That was an incredible festival. Um, great to see you in here. It's a small world. Um, also, related to that, so we're kind of in the new NFT world. When I go and talk to my friends about NFTs and crypto, they look at me like I'm a crazy person. Um, I'm just wondering how it is in your circle, um, you know, speaking uh, about NFTs and crypto, um, especially with some of like, you know, the larger artists or just, you know, the people who are really involved in the like EDM scene. Uh, what do they think about it? You know, what do, do they look at you like you're crazy? Um, you know, I think actually I've been seeing more and more people wanting to get in like our group chat started with like eight people. Now there's like 75 people in there. And uh, so I think, I think there is a little bit of pushback. Like, I mean, every time I have a big tweet, I mean, maybe not at this point, but you know, like a couple, a couple months ago, if I would tweet about NFTs, I would get like, you're ruining the environment. NFTs are stupid, right? Click and save whatever, you know, but I think it's really just, it's a matter of, they're not educated. They don't understand what this world can actually do. Um, so I don't know. I tend not to really care because I'm like, I, I maybe in the beginning I kind of cared, but like I, at this point in my life, like I don't have time to like convince people like nothing is going to convince them, you know, like it, <laughs> you just gotta like, you gotta show them that like, there's a lot of worth in this world, you, you know, lead by example and like i think there's some there's like uh convincing people is almost futile like trying to whenever you try to like convince someone it it never works it, like you really just got to like go do shit and they change their mind when they're ready all right well yeah we uh we're at the top of the hour i i don't really like letting these run more than an hour um so I can't believe it went that quick either. Um, I just want to thank you for coming out, Wookie. Uh, really awesome of you talking to the community and everything like that. Um, for sure, guys, man. check out wobblebug.space. You could be a part of this community. I think it's going to blow up. I mean, uh, Wookie's doing some cool shit here. And uh, I'm going to have to mint something. I want to be a part of it myself. Thank you, man. Do it, bro. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah. The Discord's a vibe. And also shout out Rotek right here. He did all the uh, 2D illustrations. He's also insanely good producer. Huge part of our team. Super cool guy. Love him to death. What's up, bro? Yo, thank you, man. Love you too. We're gonna take this shit to the next level. Yeah. Thank you for your time, Appreciate it.